Alright, so to start things off, did you in fact watch all of the episodes of Love, Death, and Robots? No. What? Remember that time I was like, you need to stop messing around and doing other stuff. You got to watch all of this. And you're like, I have plenty of time. And I was like, okay. And I trusted you mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then I didn't do it. I mean, did did you watch any more? No. Holy smokes. All right. Well, uh, I guess there is one thing we can talk about regarding the show. Okay. So I read apparently that Netflix put them in different order, like four different orders, and then kind of split them up among different Netflix subscribers. Okay, yeah. So the order, like number one for me, maybe not is number one for you. Oh, okay. Interesting. Which I thought was an interesting way to do it. Uh, But then I came to the uh, Wikipedia, and it has them numbered one through 18, and it's the order that I have them. Hmm. So I don't know if I just got the default or what, or if that article I saw where they're in different orders was a lie, because it doesn't really say anything about it in the Wikipedia that they did this. Hmm. I assume there'd be something about it. Like, this numbering may not reflect what yours is, but it's... Well, what's you the know, order? It's, it starts uh-huh. with Sunny's Edge, number one. Uh-huh. Three Robots, number two. Uh-huh. The Witness, number three. Uh-huh. Suits, number four. Is this you? Yeah. Yeah. And then the last three are Ice Age, Alternate Histories, and Secret War. Um, Ice Age, Ultimate Secret War. Yep. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. Maybe I saw some crazy lies then. To the Googles. I don't know. It just sounds like they're doing some, like, A-B testing. Where they see if playing them in a different order keeps retention rates up. It wouldn't surprise me. Suppose I mean so here we go. It's theverge.com, which is a site I've been to before. It doesn't seem like they're crazy or they lie about anything. They say, yeah, experimenting with different episode orders for its new anthology show. Four ep- different, at least four different episode orders. Hmm. But again, Wikipedia says, yep, what you saw is what it is. And if you're seeing what I see, statistically, that seems really weird that that would be the case in all three situations. If there are four separate orders they're doing this in, unless. There's like A, which is everybody, and then like 2% has B, 2% has C, and 2% has D, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it matters. Because yeah. the, the episodes aren't meant to be watched in order. It's like, it doesn't matter. Correct. Which is why they felt okay experimenting with it, as it doesn't matter. So let's see, maybe this will change something about the behavior, the viewing behavior of our subs. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the initial place I saw it was on Twitter, and somebody basically claimed that uh, if Netflix has demographic information about you that you are homosexual, they show you the ones that do depict homosexuality first okay. to kind of suck you in. That's an interesting uh, but Netflix, claim. Like, but Netflix officially like came out and said, no, <laughs> we don't <laughs> know what your sexuality is. <laughs> and even if we did, we wouldn't do that, so... Right. I right. don't know. Do you believe Netflix or not? Um, like, I don't remember yeah. telling them what my sexuality was when I signed up, so... <laughs> I, I Yeah, I would have a hard time, uh, un- like, finding where Netflix got the da- data. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm skimming this Verge article, and I'm not seeing, like, any hard sources on 
It's uh, just like people on Twitter reported different ordering. Yeah. Which, yeah. when, because it's an anthology, each episode is a short story. I think Netflix is just treating it like individual shows rather than it's like it's a collection of shows rather than episodes of a show. Right. Yeah, of course. And so yeah. Netflix will show all the movies that you might see in your recommendations in a different order every day. And so it might just be doing something similar with that, right? It might just be getting the same reshuffle treatment for some people, but it doesn't know how to handle it properly because they're all bundled yeah. as a show. Could be. Wow. Maybe they categorized it weird in a way they didn't intend to and it's doing weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Seems possible. I was thinking, though, I mean, if you watched, say, like, there are certain shows that are popular with a certain demographic, right? Mm-hmm. And if you watch like 90% of those shows and Netflix could reasonably assume you're part of that demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they could do something like that to figure out information about you. Sure. Or at least assume. That, well, yeah, they would have a, an assumption about you. Right. Yeah. And there'd be some probability involved, 78% chance this is the case, but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. 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 You could probably run with that, though. I think if you, there was like a 78% chance that somebody has watched like all of Will and Grace and like, uh, I don't even know, all Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or something. I'm trying to think of stuff that's popular with a certain demographic and I'm struggling. But right, they figure out you're 78% more likely to fit inside this group. So we're going to target stuff at you based on this group. I think they already probably do that, right? That's oh. what their recommendations is based on what you've watched. Y- yeah. Um yeah, that, that's what recommendations are. It's looking at things you've watched and seeing what other people also watched and then grouping those uh, correlations together, all right? But that doesn't strictly necessarily prove any particular demographic information about you. It could just mean you really like action movies. And yep. lots of people like action movies. They sure do. Yeah. But if I'm All watching complex. every one of like ESPN's 30 for 30 documentaries that's on Netflix, I'm probably a sports fan. Probably. Which is a little bit of a more narrow demographic than action movie fan. I don't think so. I think there are a lot of mm. people that are sports fans. And that, like that doesn't narrow the pool enough to say, we should recommend you uh, just sports things or list things in a sports particular order. Yeah. Fair right. enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Because... Like, I use Netflix very little at the moment because there just hasn't been anything on here that I need to watch. And so the things that are, like, in my recommendations are, like, the five anime shows and, like, a couple of comedy shows, like, specials. Yeah. But uh, it, what it's recommending for me is Star Trek, Sex Education, and Teen Titans. DC's Titans. Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams movies? Uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, Discovery. Wait, that's on Netflix? Apparently. Oh, that's right. Different countries. Yeah. Here it's on that stupid CBS All Access app that is so dumb, but it's the way the Netflix or CBS does things here. They're stupid. Mm. But yeah, I guess in different countries, they're like, mm, we don't want to have to set up another app in a different country. Just put it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's amazing. Do you, I mean, you don't have like, new, do you have season two on there? I'll have a look. Well, it says it's a new episode weekly, so I'm going to assume yes. Uh, oh two seasons, yes. There are two seasons here I can watch. 
So in America, I have to pay $12 a month for access to the CBS app, which includes Discovery. The only place you can get it legally in America is on this app, mind you. Hmm. And in Australia, they're just like, uh, it's part of your Netflix sub. Here you go. I mean, here's the thing. Oh. It, it came to Netflix as a Netflix original as well. So, Yeah. So they're like <laughs> licensing as an entirely different thing. Sure. Oh, remember when you played that game? Like, hey, is this available on your Netflix? <laughs> it's on mine. Yeah. I found the ultimate Trump card. You really did. That's fantastic. Man, I'm going to tell all my Discovery fans here that you can just get it on Netflix for free in Australia. And they're going to be like, I'm moving to Australia. I'm going to save 12 bucks a month. They're going to say, I'm going to sign up for a VPN today. Yeah, or that. I imagine that's probably pretty popular on the Star Trek discussion sites, right? Uh, probably, yeah. People are probably like, hey, get a VPN to literally any other country and you can get this on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. literally all it is. <laughs> Seems possible. Ah, good times. Good times with Netflix. Speaking of shows that are currently airing and available on the internet, what a terrible segue that was. Terrible. So objective, like just bad. Happy is coming back. We talked Ooh. about Happy on the pod. We have. Hooray. Were you watching Happy? It I watched like you were watching Happy. Two episodes. Some. Okay. So it didn't suck you in enough to watch all of them. No. Right now. Well, season two is back on the 27th, which is two days away from us, but in the past when you're listening, which is always the best part of podcasting. I don't know. They could release it earlier in Australia. Who knows how these big companies interact with different nations? We've already had this discussion. Uh, But yeah, so season one is just basically, you know the spiel, but maybe our listeners don't. Uh, Christopher Maloney, who played super like update hardcore uh, sex crimes cop on SVU Law and Order is playing an ex-detective who's like way into drugs and super alcoholic and is basically an assassin now. And his <laughs> life is the worst. Everything is bad. He has no relationships. It's the worst thing in the whole universe. So mm-hmm. one day he is, I don't know, is he shooting up or he just killed a guy? Something really bad is going on in his life. Pretty much a Tuesday for him. Mm. And he sees a cartoon... 3D unicorn appear to him and start talking to him about how he needs to rescue his daughter. Yes. Such a great premise. Holy crap. I was absolutely in as soon as I saw that. I was just like, all right, I'm in. Oh, by the way, the unicorn is voiced by Patton Oswalt. Okay. I'm extra in now. I am super invested in this thing. So anyway, so that's that's it. So he basically tries to decide if he's going insane. He eventually decides that it's not a hallucination because Happy the Unicorn has access to information that uh, our protagonist does not. So he's like, if you're coming from my head, how do you have information that I don't have in my head? And figures out, okay, this is happening. I don't know why. I don't understand what's going on here. I didn't know I had a daughter, which also makes this a little bit insane. But let's see what we can do. And it's, I mean, it's dark. It's hilarious. It's scary. It's gross. And I just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else like it on TV. And I'm excited that season two is coming back. Although, not entirely sure where we go with it. Which is kind of the problem with stories like this. Where they seem to wrap up in season one. How do you do anything new with season two? And But I'm excited to see. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. So happy on the Sci-Fi Network. Okay. 
Of course, the problem is, is anything on the Sci-Fi Network that gets popular, the Sci-Fi cancels it. So <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get too much attention. Hopefully it'll make it through its second season. Yeah, it's like this weird, stupid tightrope where if it's bad enough, they'll cancel it. But if it's too good, maybe they'll cancel it. I don't know. Sci-Fi is stupid. <laughs> okay. As evidenced by The Expanse, which they got rid of, and then thank goodness Amazon picked it up. And Amazon is going to do season four soon. Very excited about that. I love The Expanse. And one of the discussions that came up was, are they going to release these episodes one at a time, week after week, like it was when it was on the Sci-Fi Network? Or is it going to dump it all on us like Netflix does, right? Like, here's an entire season of this. Go. Right, yeah. And I am personally a big fan of the week-to-week just because it allows people to have discussions about stuff as it's happening, whereas something like something like Stranger Things, you can have a discussion about it with somebody, but then it reaches a point in the conversation where you're like, oh, hold on, have you seen this yet? Like, how far are you into the series? You have to kind of feel each other out. And if I'm four episodes further than my friend Steve is, then suddenly we can't quite have the same conversation about the show and it just creates a communication block, which I'm not a huge fan of. So I would prefer they just release it week after week and allow the discussion to happen naturally. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just dumped all the episodes in there at the same time. Even if the episodes come out week after week, you can still be episodes ahead of someone. You can be. But if you're talking to somebody who's a hardcore fan of the show, the expectation is that they're keeping up. If they're a hardcore fan of the show, why are you ahead of them? Well, here's the thing. If you drop 12 hour-long episodes on a Monday, even if you're a hardcore fan of the show, you probably can't do that. You probably can't watch all of them in a 12-hour period because you probably have work and other obligations. Right, but then if the you're conversation you're not a hardcore... Worried, but then if, you, if it can't be done, then why worry about the conversation anyway? If neither of you can do it, just agree. Just be like, oh, hey, send them a text. Just be like, oh, hey, let's just watch two episodes and we'll do it at the same rate. Yeah, and that'd be fine if you're just dealing with one person. So but do it as a group conversation. Have... Right, right, right. But I don't know. Just there's there's Reddit, there's other websites, hmm. right? Oh well. And it's just like the Stranger Things subreddit is a crazy place when there's a new season dumped because of that. People are posting stuff like this is probably a, it's been a week. Is it fair for me to assume everyone has seen this? Probably not. So I guess it's a spoiler. I don't know. It's weird. And you kind of have to avoid it until you've seen the whole thing. Yeah, that's the best policy. Just avoid it until you've seen everything. Yeah, which can be hard because then you have to avoid social media to some extent. Because a lot of people are cool about not spoiling stuff. But on a week-to-week basis, it makes sense. But if you just drop 12 episodes, how long do you wait before you talk about, like, episode three, you know? Uh, you, You don't. You, like... When you go for specific conversations on, like, Reddit, you just mark them as relevant up to episode three, right? And then yep. people can know that before seeing the conversation. That's true. That is yeah. definitely a good way to do it. And I don't use any other, like, I couldn't tell you what to do on Facebook, but on Twitter, if uh, I knew I wasn't going to see Endgame for at least a week after it came out, I would just mute the word Endgame or Tony Stark, or Iron Man. And then after I see it, I would go into the settings and just remove those mutes. You think that'd be enough? You don't think you'd see a tweet that'd be like, 
Peter Quill, you screwed it up again by doing this specific thing, and it doesn't mention Endgame or Iron Man at all. And well, then you're the, the, those are some examples. I, I'd probably do just about everything I could think of. All right, if I okay. really cared, it would be like Star Lord, Quill, Peter, Parker, Tony Stark, Pepper, Potts, Thanos, Stones, Infinity, <laughs> Gauntlet, you know, movie. <laughs> How dare oh, you? Man. <laughs> Like, if Pepper Potts features heavily into this next film, I'm going to be shocked. Uh, so, so that might be a good move for them. Um, can I? <laughs> how much do you want spoilers? <laughs> no, I mean I know she's involved, but like that she's a major plot point. Well, here's seems the, iffy. The, the 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 fact that like half the cast is currently dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's left to do anything? Yeah. <laughs> Entirely fair. Maybe Pepper Potts does have a huge role in this one. Maybe. All right, fair that enough. Put her think, in the thing. I think it was like a year ago. She accidentally spoiled some stuff in you know, like an interview. So. Wait, what? Yeah, it was like it was a while ago, but she was doing an interview for some like, not Pepper Potts, the actress, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yep. She was her. doing like an interview, and she let something slip about the movie. Like, so she is wow. involved. Like, so she's basically Tom Holland. Then he does that all the time. He does it fun though. <laughs> like he, he'll say something <laughs> wrong, and people are like, "Oh, this kid's joking around." Gwen, no one knows what to do with Gwyneth Paltrow because she's also a crazy woman, right? True fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, have you heard the story about when she was like in LA and she was going to like a yoga studio and trying to book in, like an appointment to be like in a class or something, and the receptionist was like, "So have you done yoga before?" And she was like. Bitch, honey, the reason you have a job is because I do yoga. <laughs> mm, that's a great story. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, she's an interesting human being. So, initially with Tom Holland, people are like, "What? sure, whatever, kid. You know what you're talking about. But eventually, right? Mm. Eventually, it's like, oh, man, he said something. He's leaked things before. He's probably mm. accurate about this one no because he always does it with like an over-the-top performance of oh was i uh, i'm i'm sorry can you cut that oh i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> right and um the guy that plays falcon i i can't remember his name captain falcon uh okay. anthony mackie yeah that's it, anthony mackie he, it. He, they have like a great off-screen relationship where he's like oh i don't want to be doing interviews with that kid he says too much. <laughs> like, he says things, and I don't want to get in trouble for that. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that. Good call. Yeah, yeah that's funny. That, yeah, and I do feel like there's a certain level of the producers and director and everybody else going like, Tom, shut up. Mm. If you can't avoid talking about things, stay out of the media. But right. you're so adorable. But, but here's the thing. He, he's never actually spoiled anything. He right. hasn't? No, no. Any of any the things he said have all been wrong. To my knowledge, I obviously don't know every time he said anything, but also bear in mind that uh, each of the actors were not given complete scripts of uh, Infinity War. Smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, I think Stephen Strange was uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. He was given a complete script. That's interesting. Yeah. We trust the Brit. (laughs) No, I think it's uh, to, like help him understand why strange might be doing things they were just like yeah you get to have the actual thing hmm. yeah 
Maybe he's just more method than the rest of them. Uh, he is a serious actor, after all. Yeah. All right, hang on a second. Oh, man, I found a website on Polygon talking about this, and it seems like it's a real thing. Doesn't seem like it's all jokes. I mean, it's Polygon, so take it with a grain <laughs> of salt. Um... So the problem is that, like, watch this video of what's going on, and the video is not available anymore. Yeah. So that's not useful. Thanks, everyone. It says straight up, though, that he spoiled something about Infinity War before it aired. Um, At least according to this tweet. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. It, like, they don't write what it is, so we can't confirm whether or not it was actually real or not. That's a good point. I need a better source. Comicbook.com. There's another video, which looks like it's not host. Oh, it is on YouTube, and it is available. But I don't want to sit here and watch four minutes of this. I need just like words I can read. I mean, ah, what? All right, so this is straight up. When commentating on the blockbuster at its opening night screening, Holland let slip Spider-Man dies because he mistakenly believed the audience had already screened the movie. All right, that's, I mean, that's but unfortunate. But, yeah. But hold on. So then they give me a microphone and I walk on stage and I'm like, don't worry, I'm still alive. So that's a second level. That's a second that spoiler off, for people who haven't the seen movie? the movie. We went to the screening, and someone had told me before they'd already seen the film. Right. Nope, that's before. So, like, straight up he says, I die, but I'm still alive. To these people who have not seen Infinity War yet. Right. But Come he, on, kid. He might, like, that sounds more like he's trying to retract his statement, not that he comes alive after uh, Endgame. <laughs> right? Mm, I'm still alive is different from, no, actually, I don't die. That's a different mm. thing? Okay, sure, maybe, but one, Disney already was like, well, no, actually not ordinary uh, already, but at, at least now they're like, yeah, he's still alive because there's another movie, right? Yes, 100%. Um, so I don't, yeah, think, I, I don't think him there, like maybe they like he forced Disney's hand to do it this way, um, but honestly, I don't think you could get out, like get out, get away from uh, rumors coming out that you know, another movie's in production, right? You've got Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio. I don't, like, Tom Holland's... Tom Holland was on, like, Jimmy Kimmel in his new suit, right? After yeah. <laughs> Infinity War came out. So, I don't know. But I don't think... Like, he, he if he says he was told they'd already seen the film, I feel like that one's not on him. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yes, Marvel's done a horrible job of talking about the next Spider-Man movie in a way that doesn't entirely ruin the snap. <laughs> Do you know what I wonder? If mm. they're so, like, like, they've gone all in on trolling people in their trailers, and the trailers from Far From Home are all they've shot, right? And that at the end of Endgame, he actually doesn't come back to life, and then there is no movie. Holy crap. That would be talked about for decades. That'd it, be like, remember that one time Marvel was crazy? It, it, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Holy smokes. 
Now I want them to do this. Now you've given me a better thing for them to do than they're actually going to do. <gasps> yeah. This is problematic. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Ted was in the Discord Falcon Paladin Hour channel talking about the Spider-Man movie. And he's like, we keep saying it the wrong thing. It's yeah. far from home, not away from home. But you said far from home. Did I? Oh, Just now? You, I think yeah, so. yeah. I said far from home now because I was reading that yeah. chat. Yeah. Good. All right, good, good, good. I was, I was making sure we don't want to be corrected by Ted again. He does a good job fact-checking us, though. It's true. True. Yep. He does agree with me, though, that the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is really stupid because Ronan the Accuser basically turns into a cat with a laser pointer and loses because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can agree yeah. with you. Yeah, that's fine. All right, cool. Same page. All right, sweet. So the other news about Endgame is that I heard it's like three hours and... Something three hours and twenty minutes or something insanely oh. stupid like that. Yeah, it's like Return of the King levels of uh, fun. It's like Titanic length. Uh, I think um, I think Lord of the Rings is longer than Titanic. Well, extended uh, director's cut. Yes. AMC is listing it as three hours and two minutes long. Three two. All right, not twenty, but still. Yeah. Uh, IMDb says 182 minutes. That's three hours, so, two yep. minutes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I want to see how long Titanic was. I'm already Googling. It was, it was long enough. Three that hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> it needed to be on two VHS <gasps> cassettes when you bought it. <laughs> yeah, 194 for Titanic. So not Titanic, but dead close. Return of the King is 263 minutes. That's not... Is that theatrical release? Uh, no, sorry. That is uh, extended version. Uh, okay. The, the yes. theatrical release was 200 minutes. Holy smokes. That's pretty good. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. All right. Um, hmm. All right, cool. Uh, what else? So there's... Avatar, only 162. Pfft, weak sauce. That felt longer. <laughs> yeah, well, don't... I mean, don't discredit the next ones. They already have, like, the next four movies in pre-production. For Marvel? Avatar. Oh, for... Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Which was really hilarious, because James Cameron was out being like, Hollywood's all remakes and like knockoffs and just like uh, people just want to see Marvel movies and that's you know killing creativity for original pieces and then it's like you have four sequels coming out to right. a shit movie. <laughs> I there's no way if two doesn't make any money there's no way there's a three and a four there's just not one made like the first one made enough money. <laughs> That they yeah. could do it if they wanted. Like, if they were just like, nope, the second one might have had some criticism. We're going to take that on board. We'll get it right on the third one. I bet they could do it. That would be incredible. Two loses like $100 million. And they're like, we are forging onward with the money we made from the first movie. I don't think that the first one, uh, the second one will be profitable. Guarantee it. You think so? What if oh. it sucks? Like, one was this visual spectacle, and it was in 3D. People are like, we're going to go see this. It'll basically be a roller coaster ride, mm -hmm. and it'll be fun. And he had that. But with two, you don't even have that anymore. 
I think people will look at it and be like, oh, it's the sequel to Avatar. I want to see that. Because yeah, it was such a spectacle. Like, who's like, by golly, I sure loved Avatar. I never see that discussion in real life or on the internet. Nobody. Uh, I don't know. I, when was the last time somebody was like, you know what movie I really wish I could watch again? I need to watch again. Avatar. Nobody no says idea. that. I have no idea. But maybe the people, like, the, the billion dollars he made off Blu-ray sales. Who knows? Sure. I, there are people no, who want to watch it. Could probably, you're right. I think they could afford to. I don't know. Okay. When it's actually given a release date, we'll make a bet about how much it's going to make. I don't... Uh... And I'll take the under and you take the over. We'll figure out where that is. We'll figure out a fair place. We'll have to figure out the best way to do it. And then you'll take the over and you'll curse it horribly. And it won't make <laughs> any money just because you chose it. Uh, so that's probably, how this works. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, slated for initial release December 2020. That's coming right up. Yeah. Okay. Not really. But no. still. No. It, it's coming. Right. What's it called? Avatar 2. <laughs> they don't have a name for it yet? No. They can't just call it Avatar 2. Why not? Um, I mean, it's James Cameron. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's going to be marketed as James Cameron's Avatar 2. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. Holy crap. I hope that's what it is. James that, Cameron's Avatar 2. That's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope so much that's what it is. I'll be so pleased. They got Kate Winslet and Zoe Saldana. That's pretty True. good. David Thewlis, he's a good actor, too. How do they have better actors for the second one than for the first one? I have no idea. S Sigourney Weaver? She was in the first one. She was. But she's back. Preliminary shooting for the film started in Manhattan Beach, California, August 15th, 2017. That's insane. Why is it taking so long? Followed by principal photography simultaneously with Avatar 3 in New Zealand in September 25th, 2017. So they've already started shooting for the third one. All right. I, that's a me. That is James Cameron is an amazing human being. I mean, he's right. I just can't, I can't think of a comparable story where someone's like, we're going to make a movie and we're going to shoot the next one at the same time. Cause we're so sure it's going to be, we're going to release it regardless of performance. They filmed all three Lord of the Rings movies at the same time. That's a good point. Peter Jackson, though. Mm -hmm. So it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's a literal apples to apples comparison. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it is. I guess it is. They were just like, even if the first one bombs for some reason, we have the second and third are going to release them anyway. Yep. Or maybe they'll stop, like, post-production on it and try and save some money. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't have to spend a t whole ton of money on, like, marketing and stuff, that'd probably save them some cash. Mm. Hmm. Mm hmm. My goodness. Avatar 2. The budget I mean, is I reportedly $250 million, which means James Cameron oh could afford gosh. to make the movie six times for what he made off the first one. <laughs> And that's probably what he's doing. Probably has a big Scrooge McDuck bank vault somewhere filled with gold coins he uses to pay for the rest of the movies. Probably, yep. He, he's also I mean, then going to buy every ticket to every screening for a week just to make sure it looks like it was viewed a lot. 
I wonder if that's ever happened. Um, I wonder if a movie company has ever been like, we really need this to get a lot of buzz for the opening weekend, so we're just going to pump $60 million of our own cash into this. I don't know, maybe. Because that's huge. I mean, if something has a great opening weekend, it really does help it in weeks two, three, four, and five. Maybe. They might do. But uh, that would be a risky proposition. Like, where's the balance for putting enough money into it, making it look good, and putting too much money into it? If it does as bad anyway, you're just down a lot more money. Yeah, that's a risk for sure. Yeah. I actually listened to an interview with Ben Stiller the other day, and the interviewer was talking about something or something about Mary. Okay. And uh, the guy was like, "I remember hearing about it like two or three weeks after it came out, and people loved it, but I didn't. Or I didn't. I don't think I knew it existed for opening weekend." And Ben Stiller's like, "Yeah, that was the weirdest like box office performance I've ever been involved with." A month after it opened, the producer called me into his office and was like, "Check this out." Here is a line graph for how movies normally perform. You start out high, opening weekend, it just goes down from there. Something About Mary somehow starts out down here and just keeps going up every week (laughs) as word of mouth spreads. And people really, really love this film and start coming to see it. And more people are seeing it than the previous weeks. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. I've not seen the movie. Yeah, it's good. It's really funny. I'll take it. You should put it on your list, maybe, no. I guess. Uh, no. Wow. All right. Oh, man, I'm looking no. at the cast for Avatar 2, and they're spoiling plot points. <laughs> in, uh, the, in the cast list? How? Uh, James Flatters as Netyam, Jake and Natiri's first and oldest son. There you go. The main character of Avatar has a son. <laughs> the character's name has a little biography in it? Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> It's so stupid. Oh, James Cameron. Trinity Bliss as Took, Jake, and Natiri's eight-year-old daughter and their youngest child, which means the movie set more than eight years after the first one. There you go. And no, they spoiler. have two kids. And they have two killed kids. Wait, how does that... Actually, I have three kids because there's another one in there. I'm trying to remember the first one. And, like, I remember bad guy busting out a mech warrior suit. Uh-huh. And fighting with it, and then like once he's out of bullets, he pulls a knife. Something like that, yeah. That was hilarious. I remember like intertwining braid sex. <laughs> yeah, that happened. That happened. And, and I remember, and I remember that you're not actually on the planet; you're just inhabiting an avatar. That's why it's called Avatar. Well, you are on the planet, right? Like they're on the planet in the base, but they're in like these pods, and then they inhabit an avatar, like transfers their consciousness temporarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, his, in this... but his actual body dies, so he's kind of stuck there, but he's also, like, one with the people now, and likes it, and thinks the military's so... bad. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. So he... Hmm. So this avatar is, like, real enough to where you can procreate with it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I had... They it's... never made this clear in the first movie. Oh, I thought it was just, like, obvious. <laughs> but... The... Like, but why? Why would you do that? Why you, would you need to include fully functional sex organs in something where you're just basically infiltrating this native species? You, that might be how they shake hands. You don't know, right? <laughs> Second, <laughs> you don't have a penis. We don't trust you. I no, mean, actually, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, depending on how much clothes you wear. They do not wear a lot. But also, the braid, like, the way they have sex is through that braid thing, right? And that's also yeah. how they function and share memories with trees and shit. So that needed to be operational. There's <laughs> <laughs> no little blue pill for that. Fair enough. Wow. That it might be easier to grow it from a genetic uh, template, fully formed, rather than stripping parts out. Stripping parts out, or like building it yourself somehow through genetics magic. Yeah. 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 Fair. Well, there you are. Yeah. All right. Avatar two coming soon to a multiplex near you, or not? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. In other movie news, Shazam is getting crazy good ratings. Is it? It's got 93% on the tomato meter. And it's oh, been out nice. for several days already. Hmm. Did I tell you about my coworker who, when I was telling him about Captain Marvel, he was like, I thought Captain Marvel was like a dude and he's like a kid and he has like a big lightning bolt and he's like Superman but better. <laughs> <laughs> he thought so, Shazam was yes, Captain Marvel. <laughs> actually... Good. So, okay, that's the thing. He was called Captain Marvel for a while. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why. Yeah. Because oh, comic man. book history is the most convoluted. People who understand all the ins and outs of comic book history amaze me. It's mm. so hard to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. Shazam is not showing here for like uh -huh. another week. America finally wins. Yeah, you can have Shazam. It's DC. I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. But that's the thing. Like, I watched the trailer for this because I watched trailers for stuff I'm on the fence about. And I was like, nothing about this. Like, okay, I do like the premise. I like the premise that this, like, 13-year-old kid somehow develops the power to become a six-foot-three indestructible superhero. I mean, he doesn't... While maintaining <laughs> his 13-year-old mind, right? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't develop. He gets given the power, but yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Sorry. He didn't do anything to get it. He just was given it. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. So I get that. I think that's funny. But what do you do with it? How is that two hours? It's just like zany adventures of holy crap, I'm bulletproof. And holy crap, I can throw criminals through walls. And like, holy crap. Is it two hours of holy crap? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> let's write this down. Let's find out the length. All right. All right. It's two hours, 12 minutes. Let's assume... Twelve Holy minutes of that is trailer. Uh, not trailers. Uh, credits. Well, so we're just having even two hours. All right. Good. Fine. Uh, we are in premise and leak setup of like, oh, he's a kid doing normal kid things, and he like falls down a well or whatever. That's like half an hour. Twenty minutes. What sure. Good math. Okay. Okay. So you now have an hour and a half left. You then have half an hour of him learning his powers and buying beer. Because he's an adult now. And then you have half an hour uh, where, you know, you set up a villain. And a half an hour where he, you know, controls his powers and defeats a villain. The end. Alright, so there has to be a villain then. That's the one thing I never oh, really... Do they show a villain in the trailers? I completely forgot that. Okay. Because he goes, oh, so you're like a villain and tries to punch him and the guy catches the punch. He's like, yeah, I'm not phased by your punch. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess. I don't know. I still don't want to see it. 
Newfound powers soon get put to the test when he squares off against Dr. Evil Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. Evil Dr. Thaddeus, not Dr. Evil Thaddeus. <laughs> That'd be better, though. <laughs> it would. <laughs> so one of my coworkers said that apparently Shazam was part of the Justice League for a little bit. Sure. But, but Justice League didn't know he was actually a 13-year-old kid. They just thought it was like, oh, it's a new hero with all these cool powers. He'll be useful. Sure. And yeah. then they find out, and they're like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should have a teenager hanging around with us. It feels weird. And they kick him out. <laughs> okay. It's, it yeah. makes me laugh. I mean, I think it's silly, but all right. But yeah, again, it's DC, so I'm just not putting in the effort to care about it, really. That's... Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, if you're worried he's going to get hurt, then sending him off by himself is probably not a great choice, just because you can... Um... Right? Like, you can maybe protect him better. Maybe. Right? It's like... Do you think 13-year-olds belong on SEAL Team 6? Right. Right. Because just because they're there does not mean they can protect them better. When, realistically, 13-year-olds in school are probably protected by better where SEAL Team 6 does its stuff elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. I don't know. Kind of a goofy hero, but people seem to really like it so far. So... Mm. I hope it ends in a dance-off. It just falls apart. It's 93% and then a week it's like 15 somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incredible. Deep breaths. <sighs> deep, deep breaths. Lots of movie talk this week. Hmm. Well, movies are coming out. <laughs> it's true. Coming up on movie season, that's for sure. Hmm. hmm. Well, let's see. You haven't watched Love, Death, and Robots. Nope, sure haven't. You want to talk about Final Fantasy VII some more? Can do. What would you like to know? Uh, you say there's a lot of things that need fixing. Let's oh, talk about yeah. some of those. Uh, okay. So, let us start. Let's let's start with the grammar. It might just because I'm playing it in English. Uh. But the translations are a bit rough in some locations. Um, yep. Sounds yeah. like Square Enix. Um, the Probably the biggest one is the, the corporation that you're like trying to defeat is called Shinra. Right? Well, the Shinra Electrical Company. Yes, but of course. every now and then, a character will be like, I think you're with the Shinra. Ah. And it'll be like, no, I'm not with the Shinra. Shinra don't control me. I work for myself. I'm trying to take down the Shinra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, it's it's a little annoying. Uh, second things that need to be like updated, fixed is uh, stuff that just can't make sense no matter what way you look at it. When you first get to Cloud's hometown and you're down to the Shinra mansion and then into the basement, you meet Sephiroth who, like, invites you to follow him, even though he's, like, the bad guy and you're chasing him anyway. He's like, look, I'm heading north if you want to come north. And then to get you, like, to... He he starts to, like, levitate and then flies out of the basement, right? But to get you <laughs> to kind of, like, uh, duck or whatever, he throws a piece of materia at you, which on screen is just a bright green glowing orb, of, like, which is... Uh, just like materia is the thing you can equip to cast magic in battle so he he, he's like 
get out of my way. He, well, he doesn't say anything. He just throws a piece of magic at you and be like, here, equip this later, and then flies off. It's like, <laughs> th- thanks for here. the free barrier. Oh, well, it's uh, destruct, so it can like take down people's physical barriers if they put one up. But it's like, thanks, I didn't have this any other way. If you didn't throw it at me, this is really nice. So basically he's like, here's a magic dagger. Enjoy. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's really weird. Yeah, I don't like that very much. Yeah, it's it's really silly. Um, And I was saying that there's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed or updated. But what I really mean is, because they're changing the game so much, there are a lot of things that just won't work the same way. Have you seen the trailer for it? Nope. Okay, never mind. Can't really explain it, though. You can't? I'm sure I, you can. I, I, okay, so the way the game currently works is you're a 3D model walking around against a, an, like a still image, and there's like a path. It's right. I have played the demo, yes. You've, you've played the demo. You've not played the game? Correct. All right, I'm gifting you a copy right now. I don't have a PlayStation. It's on Steam. Well, sure. It's going to be on Switch next week. It's on your phone. Final Fantasy VII is on my phone? Do you have access to the Google Play Store? Does it suck? No. Are you sure it doesn't suck? I've got it. I own the game four times. On your phone? On my phone, on my Switch, on my PC, and on the PlayStation. And the PlayStation 3, five times. Final Fantasy VII, under apps. Oh, crap. 500 error. The store just crapped out on me when I searched for that. <laughs> That's not a good sign. It, it, it's true. It might not be supported by your device because it's just the way of things when it comes to Androids. So there's like a million of them, so who knows if it's all supported. Well, I have the latest flagship for Android, so yeah, hopefully. Whether or not they updated the game to be supported by it. I'm too good for it? That would be amazing. Well, all right, Final Fantasy VII, $16. Holy crap. How much I is it on Steam? Um, that's a good question. But it is about that much on uh, Switch, because I was looking at it earlier. Oh my gosh. 17, uh, well, 17.95 Australian. So Australian. It'd be, it'd so be even yeah. less for you. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So it's, <laughs> it's more expensive as a mobile game that is on yeah. Steam. Yeah. Cool. Cool, Square Enix. You guys are the weirdest. I mean, it might have something to do with whatever Google's cut is. Yep, could be. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII. It's listed twice, both for $12. Interesting. Why are there... Oh, nope, there's three eyes on that one. Okay. Oh, okay. Final Fantasy VIII, also pretty good. Also $12. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm going to play it, it looks like I'm going to play it on the PC, not on the phone. Because I'm looking oh, at yeah. the reviews here for the mobile app, and it's like, Meh. Well, yeah. Kind of I mean, janky. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. It would be trying yeah. <laughs> to port a PlayStation game to a phone. is I don't imagine that's easy. I mean, it, it, it works. And if you don't have a lot of time to really sit down and play, and you just kind of want to pick it up and go every now and then, right, the phone works well enough. Yeah. It's not like it's a super bad experience. Um how long to beat Final Fantasy VII? Let's have a look. It's it's quite some time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of random encounters. Yeah. Um, the median playtime for the main story is thirty-eight hours. Thirty-eight. Crikey. If you rush, twenty-six. 
hmm. uh, completionist playstyles. If you do it at leisurely pace, three hundred hours. Oh my gosh! This person here has two hundred and thirty-three hours on record. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot you can do in the game. Yeah. Um, but a speed run is listed at uh, medium thirteen hours, fastest eight hours. Eight hour speed run for this game. That's crazy. There's some glitching involved. I promise you. <laughs> no, I'm sure there is, but. That's what I'm saying. Usually speedrun, like for eight hours for a speedrun is nuts. Mm, yeah. You can't even, you can't even do, um, golly, why am I forgetting what this is called? The speedrunning for charity event. <laughs> uh, there was a, Ruth used to have a show called Gauntlet where they, it was a reality show where they put up like a 10K prize pool and they were like, hey, you're going to come on. We're going to shoot this reality show over the course of a couple of days. The winner takes home a bunch of money. And, there was a point where they had, I think it was like eight people left, and they like, were like, all right, for your next challenge, we're going to be doing speed runs of Final Fantasy VII, oh <laughs> and everyone gosh. was just like, uh, what? <laughs> because no. if if you don't know how to do any of the glitches, like they might not have, it could take you three hundred hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I today spent six hours standing on a single beach. That sounds incredible. What an incredible experience that I'm missing I, out on. I was grind- like, you don't have to. I'm just doing a like a fairly completionist speed, uh, not a speed run, just a completion, like 100% run. And so I want to get my level up. I want to master some magic uh, because the, the magic orbs that you equip, they all have levels. And when you get them to master, they spawn a new version of themselves. So if you only mm-hmm. have one, Id- or like one of a particular magic, but you want to give it to everyone, you have to like either wait until it like masters and you get another one to equip or you can grind and i just happened to hit a spot where it's like all right grind if you want right the beach yeah uh uh mildine i think is the name of the place of course mildine oh no it's a bad review should i read some of this you can tell me if it's fair the materia system is horrible, and there's virtually no unique abilities to characters aside from limit breaks, which occur way too often and are basically just high damage attacks. For example, Cloud's attacks have no discernible difference between each other. That's fundamentally not true. You can't tell All the right. difference between his attacks, you're an idiot. Because the first one is called Braver, and that's where he literally just runs up, sticks his sword in something, and then like pulls it up and kind of jumps into the air. The second one that you get by doing braver eight times is he runs up and then does a slash and then another slash and it forms a giant x like in like nice. a, a box on the screen in like slash marks how can you not tell yeah. the difference i mean they're not wrong that they're basically just high powered attacks but that's what they're supposed to be and mm-hmm. they don't occur, occur too often um because they're based on the amount of damage you take in relative to your hp so if you don't grind and you run through things, things are going to be doing more damage to you because you don't have better equipment, you don't have, you're not a higher level, so you will get them there to help keep you alive. Okay. Because you need those high damage attacks. Right. All right. Well, screw you, robot death party. How dare you post your lies onto Steam? Yep. I'm going to give him a thumbs down. Thank you. Unhelpful review. And. With the Steam version, you can connect it to your Square Enix account, and you can turn off random encounters and give yourself, like, max HP. So you can just do, like, a, I just want to play it for the story, I don't want to grind, I just want to have 
like the story and the experience yeah yeah uh you'll still have to do obviously scripted encounters where yep. if you don't have the xp for from the random encounters that can just drag on for a bit uh which is another problem but oh well <laughs> what do you do <laughs> yeah this is, I, I haven't got i haven't got a like a yeah just put up with it but yeah so i don't think i have a square enix account might be a problem for that that's fine you can link your steam account and, yeah oh all right yep yeah i just i remember when it came out it was huge it was like really important one of my buddies had a playstation i watched him play it a little bit mm-hmm. but i was never like mm. oh, i forgot i did have the demo on the pc Oh, nice. Because it's been on the PC for a long time. If I played it on the PC when I was younger. I wonder if it's maybe like the first PlayStation game to get ported to the PC. The first PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Because, I mean, there are games that are on console and on PC, but I can't imagine they wrote everything from ground up for PC. Mm. Maybe they did. Uh, I wonder what, like, uh, the first, what, so what you were asking was the first PlayStation 1 game to be ported to the PC. Yeah. Um, I do not know. <laughs> uh, List of notable ports. Let's see. PlayStation. Uh, Breath of Fire 4 was ported to the PC. It doesn't have dates on this, though. It's just an alphabetical order. Boo. Boo. I mean, there aren't many that got ported to PC. It's Breath of Fire, Dino Crisis 1 and 2, Final Fantasy 7 and 8, Mega Man 8, X4, X5, X6, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 2, 3... Parappa the Rappa. Parappa the Rappa and Wipeout. So, I mean, of all the PlayStation games, that's like, what, 15? Yeah, but, I mean, would you... I, I mean, I know we're using the word port because that's a specific, specific meaning, but... Yeah. Like, you can get an emulator and the ROMs and play them on PC. So you can play yeah, any I, PlayStation game on PC. Correct, correct. But I'm talking about official uh, ports. Where yeah, they sat official. down and actually did yeah. the coding required to make it run natively on PC. Um, well, and yeah, this list. This is it. So that's crazy. I wonder... I wish this was in chronological order. Yeah. I mean, the way to do this would be then to Wikipedia... Each Every of one of the games, games and be like, when was their release date? <laughs> you know what's handy Steve. is the names of these games aren't clickable links to their game pages. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's got to. It's basically is one of the first because there were not many. So yeah, by <laughs> default, it's on that list. Top ten probably. <laughs> yeah, but I had the well, demo. I don't know where I got it. Uh, maybe in like hmm. a PC gaming demo disc or something. Actually, this list isn't right. What? Because all of the Real? Final Fantasy games are on Steam now. Oh, okay. So, so this is obviously like, and there are more than, you know, two Final Fantasies on the PlayStation 1. Final Fantasy 7, 8, and there's Tactics that did not yeah. get ported. What about uh, 9? Or is Final six Fantasy or five? Nine on the PlayStation One? Uh, no, no, fairly sure, because Ten was the PS2. Like, hey, look how nice we can make things now. Final Fantasy IV. I just put nine. The 
PlayStation Super. video game console. Yeah, it's for the PlayStation. Dang, that's a lot of PlayStations for one console. Or, sorry, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of Final Fantasies for one console. Yeah. Hmm. I think some of them were ports from, like, SNES's, but, you know. Right. But 10 was the one that put, they put on 2, and we're like, check this yeah. action out. Yeah, because 9 came out um, 2000, and the PlayStation 2 was... Uh, I know I had one. I got one on Christmas. It was fun. March 2000. Nice. So hold on. March. They put out Final Fantasy IX for the PlayStation 1 after the PlayStation 2 had been released. That's weird. What? Yeah, yeah I guess hmm. maybe the game was like already too far in development for the PS1. They're like, we're not redoing everything for the PS2. And then it got delayed to be after the PS2 release? Hmm. Yeah. That's hilarious. But somebody got fired for that. <laughs> I don't think so. Can you imagine PlayStation doing that now? They're like, we're releasing a game for the PlayStation 3. Uh, the 4 has been out for like six months. What are you doing? And uh, it's a it's a Final Fantasy title. It's not like just some garbage game you never heard of. Yeah, I mean, it came out a month after the PS2. So yeah, I, think, that'd be I, th- weird. I think production schedule was already pretty close. Yeah. And if they're already like, look, we could delay it. Like, let's say it was scheduled to come out two days before the PlayStation Two was get, like, they're not like, they're not gonna stop and like uproot development so they can get it to run on a completely different system, right? I think it would have had to have been scheduled years before the PlayStation Two could come out for them to be like, all right, let's just stop and wait. Right, for sure. Right. I think no matter which way, like if it then got delayed another month, well, I don't think that matters. Hmm. It'd just be weird if you're like, hey, Halo fans, we're coming out with a new Halo on the Xbox 360. And everyone's like, yeah. And it never comes out and it never comes out. And then after the Xbox One comes out a month later, they're like, new Halo on the 360. <laughs> everyone would be like, I don't, what? No, why? It's a crazy thing. Um,. So the FIFA games, uh, FIFA yep. 18, I think it was, actually also came out on the 360, even though the Xbox One had been out for like a year and a half. How on earth do you keep FIFA numbers straight? That's crazy. I guess the years, but yeah. But even then, anyway, that's an aside. Uh, so they yeah, okay, so but, FIFA 18, which was released September yeah. 2017, was also released for Xbox One and 360. Sure. But that's Xbox One and 360, not just the 360. No, but I mean, like 90% of people would have already moved on, moved over. So why? Right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. FIFA 17 was also on both at the same time. So that was already a year later. Yeah. I don't know, man. People who buy FIFA games are kind of their own thing. Yeah. I guess people that buy Final Fantasy games are also their own thing in their own way. Uh, probably, but uh, I think we're better than them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that the feeling is mutual. Probably. I mean, yeah. I think it's. I, I just think it's weird to play a video game of a real game. All right. Yep. Uh, especially when the changes. In the game, yeah, yeah, literally nothing. Like, a little, like, minor graphical updates. 
or maybe like roster updates, changes. man. Right, but roster yeah. changes should be patches, right? Yeah, they should. <laughs> <laughs> People shouldn't have to pay sixty dollars or in Australia a hundred nine uh, for a roster update. <laughs> roster changes should be like as soon as it's announced and it's gone through, it's in your game. It yeah. just shows up for free. It should, it should be on their like RSS feed when the patches, uh, when the roster updates come, they instantly move out a patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's not even officially a patch. They just go in there and adjust like th- four things, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, that would make that would kind of turn it into like a games to live service. Uh, yeah. Live games as a service. Yeah. Yeah, Which, but I mean, and, you have to be internet connected for all this stuff anyway, so might as well use it. Sure. Maybe they do that. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Hey, listeners who play the FIFAs, do they update rosters on the fly during the season, or do you have to wait for the next season for that to happen? Let us know. Falconpaladin at gmail.com. By the way, we do not get any feedback, so if you we send get, us feedback, get, rest we get, assured. We get feedback. We what? Get feedback. We get feedback on the Discord. Like You just literally just had a conversation with uh, Ted about it. <laughs> Ted That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm saying nobody uses the emails. Oh, nobody yeah, no. ever emails me and gives me feedback because I guess it's 2019 and email is not cool anymore. No. So yeah, join the Discord server and hit us up there if you want to give your feedback and mm. probably yeah. respond faster there anyway than I would on email. So fair enough. Do you need a sports minute while we're on it? While we're on sports? Uh, I want to talk about one thing. One thing in sports or one thing before sports? One thing in place of sports. Okay. So I haven't seen this, but HBO has a new documentary uh, called The Inventor. Okay. And it's about a woman named Elizabeth Holmes who started a company in Silicon Valley that was... And I'm trying to remember. I read an article about this a few years ago, but the specific uh, details are eluding me. But basically, I believe she was making a new process for testing blood sugar for diabetics. Mm Mm-hmm. That was like faster and more accurate and was supposed to be this awesome new breakthrough. Okay. But it turned out she was a total fraud. And like she got away with this for a good couple of years. And uh, it just looks into how this happened exactly. So I'm thinking if you have access to this at all, it might be worth it to watch it and talk about it next week. But if you right. don't, then maybe I'll just talk about it. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I stopped listening. Oh, that's fair. Uh, only around the, the specific points where you said the name of it and where you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, in the Americas, it's HBO. It's probably okay. just on Netflix in Australia. <laughs> what was it called? It's called The Inventor. All right, let me just check Netflix then. <laughs> Let's see. No, The Inventor... It's called The Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, yeah. The Inventor Out for Blood? Yeah. Hmm. Is that what it's I called? S- I don't I mean it would make sense. I just don't see that like subtag here. That's weird. No. Yeah. Well, it, either way it's not on Netflix. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, it is. Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't think I can see it. All right, cool. Well, um, hmm. I have a VPN. You have a password of HBO. We can make something good. It's true. We can work that out. Yeah. 
uh, I can put it on my Google Play wish list, and then when it comes out, I'll be an out, uh, notified. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, deal. Okay. Well, oh, also one more thing uh, for Patreon, Patreons or patrons or however that works. I'm always confused patrons. about that. So we're planning a very special event centered around Maru and Scarlet and some special guests and... It's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. So watch out for that. We'll talk about it on Twitter and Facebook and on the pod next week, probably. And mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. So watch out for good. that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. And also check out the merch. Link in the show notes there. I still can't believe somebody came into the Discord and was like, you should sell merch. It, like, I, I can't <laughs> believe that, but they did. Uh, yeah. Do you need to, do you need the sports minute? Nah. Oh, okay. Cool. No sports minute. If you miss the sports minute, again, let me know some way and I'll bring it back. But if I don't have anything to talk about, I won't. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Well, that's going to be it from us. This has been Falcon Paladin and Samacron with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending time with us. And until next time, as always, you take care of yourself. <laughs>